Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Sunday, December 4th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Today we're going to be continuing our Invasion DCCW crossover review with part two. We're going to be getting very spoilery about what happened in the three different crossover episodes. Uh, Start off with Flash. What did you think of this episode, Zach? Um, I'm probably biased because Flash is my favorite show, but this was also my favorite episode of the crossover. Um, and it also helps that this is where like the real crossover starts and we get to see Flash assembling the team. Uh, we get to see everybody introduced and I think probably my favorite character interactions happen in this like Supergirl and Mick. Those, that was hilarious. That's (laughs) a fun part. Uh, so this, yeah, this basically starts and Barry gets everyone together because aliens, um, even though they have no reason to think they're going to attack, really. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so then they get to the training, and Barry is the team leader, and then we get the the awesome scene with everyone fighting Supergirl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what you What you think of that scene? Uh, it was great. It's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see them like every single all of these crazy heroes that are really good in their own way just having absolutely nothing that they could do against Supergirl. Yeah. yeah. That was that was a lot of fun. It's like, you know, Oliver told her not to hold back and she's like, I literally just have to stand here. Right. <laughs> and there's nothing any of you can do. Really. Exactly. Um, so I'm glad they showed how much more powerful she is than them. The only problem with that is then it, it I feel like she could have taken the dominators on by herself, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Or I feel like the Flash could have taken him down by himself. Um, that's the only problem with her being so powerful. But that was still a really cool scene to see. Yeah, and then something else we get to see in the episode um, that I, I kind of forgot about, but is pretty important, is that we get to see Wally actually, you know, come into his own as Kid Flash. Right. He actually kind of saves the day at one point. So that's right. cool to see. Right. That was good to see. I think he could have been useful in the crossover even if he doesn't yeah you know he could knock down the dominators at super speed without them knowing so i think he still could have been useful i understand iris you know wanted to keep him safe and everything but it would have been cool to see him uh helping out but again another speedster and everybody else is going to feel a little redundant right um, but now they're setting it up that he's going to train with HR, which just seems like a really terrible idea. So I, I'm curious yeah. to see how that how that works right. out for him. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're going to do with that. But, oh, well, well, I guess we'll see. Yeah, I don't think he would seem like a great trainer, but maybe he's got some good knowledge that we don't know of. Yep. Uh, and then they abducted, the Dominators abducted the president at one point, and like they used them to to get Supergirl and everybody except Flash and conveniently Green Arrow there. Um, and at first I thought it was like a hologram. It was a fake president or something. But then right. we find, but they did, they really did. They just killed him. Like, like it was president. nothing. Right. And they didn't even really bring it up again until two episodes later. Right. And they're like, oh, since the president's dead, here's the replacement. Right. I, I was very surprised they went that way. Yeah. And just sort of. Oh, the president's dead. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what's going on? Um, I I know they wanted to. They probably wanted to make it feel like the Dominators were a serious threat, and this is a serious crisis. But oh, man, killing the president—I <laughs> don't know. Yeah. 
Uh, but uh, as a consequence of that scene too, uh, we get to see the mind control that the Dominators have. And right. See, uh, what do you think of this this kind of fighting amongst the heroes? Yeah, it was pretty cool for the most part. I think we we talked a little bit the other day about how um, I'm sure Supergirl probably could have just incinerated him them when she first showed up and saw them, but they had Thea shooting an arrow uh, for some reason, which Barry had no. That was their first right. attack. So maybe the the mind the uh, brainwashing just kind of makes them a little dumb too. <laughs> but uh, it it was a cool. You know, they've, I mean, part of me is kind of upset because this is the second time they've used mind control in a crossover mm-hmm. in three years. If you remember two years ago, the first Arrow Flash crossover was Barry being mind controlled to get the heroes to fight. Yeah. And they, they called it whammied back then and they called it whammied again. I think he called right. it whammied in this right. episode. <laughs> so, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, it kind of like something new, but it's, it's fun to see the heroes fight a little bit and. I'm not, I don't, I'm not terribly upset with how they did it. No, it was, I mean, we thought we were going to see this and it was fun to see. So yeah, my favorite, my favorite part of that was obviously, um, Oliver just trying to crush three people while also carrying Wally. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was pretty fun. Uh, something else that happened earlier in the episode, um, we had been hinted at and had like a a lot of things on legend of tomorrow about this message from Barry from the future from 2056 right that's right. the year yeah yep. and then we got to listen to it what did you think of the big reveal for this yeah it, <laughs> i was a little underwhelmed i guess i don't i guess they're still keeping the mystery intact so we don't really know the context of that so exactly we get a little bit of a reveal but i think it sort of just was there to force drama um mm-hmm. you know another thing barry's keeping from everyone to keep which upsets cisco and then just to sort of get Oliver and Barry away from the rest of the group. So I think it, it felt a little forced, but I'm still excited what that message is all about and how mm-hmm. it applies to legends of tomorrow. Yeah. I think, um, I don't think that it's over with that message. I don't think this is the only right. consequence of it. So, right. I think there's more to come from that. Yep. Uh, anything else from flash? No, like I said, I think it was my favorite episode of the crossover, but that's probably because Flash is my favorite show. So, Wow, there you go. So Arrow, what did you think of this? Yeah, we talked yesterday about how, or at least I guess I talked yesterday about how I think Arrow almost could have not been a part of this crossover and still worked. Um, right. If they, had, if they had changed the mechanism that got him into that dream stance or dream, yeah, into the whatever. The dream state dream state not stance thank you um <laughs> well he was standing just... like he was in a dream too exactly <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it could have been something other than aliens and they could have had a very similar episode um that being said it was really cool to see you know diggle as arrow uh to see all these characters come back uh to see especially the fight at the end right um yeah i think it was andrew kreisberg in an interview he was asked about how they balanced arrow's 100th episode with it being part of the crossover and they said they sort of lean more towards arrows 100th episode yeah which i totally understand i think it worked out pretty well um but yeah the the whole dominators part sort of takes a backseat for this whole episode and then they sort of introduce randomly another villain who has something 
that they yeah, make it. The, yeah, I I already f- have forgotten about that because it was so forgettable. The <laughs> doctor something, it was a doctor lady who was stealing yeah. tech and like changing She stole herself. something from Van Horn Industries that they needed, some yeah. tech they needed for to figure out about the Dominators. And um, she lasts like 15 seconds until Supergirl and Flash punch her. Right, yeah. But it gave the Team Arrow minus Oliver and Diggle something to do. Yeah, something to do and a reason to trust metahumans and aliens, I guess. Right. Um, So the big part of this episode was obviously that dream stance, as you like to call it. Um, (laughs) What do you think of that? Uh, Like I said, I think they, it didn't have to be alien induced, but that doesn't really matter for this. But um, it was very interesting. I really liked seeing, um, seeing the little flashes. Like, yeah, I liked seeing everybody back, but then I really liked, uh, how they did like the little flashes like the reality was like breaking through things would trigger them uh remembering right and then like diggle had a memory and he's like i drew this thing and it like it looks like exactly the comic book drawing of the dominators that was cool to see yeah yeah so this is very similar to a batman the animated series episode um i think it's perchance to dream where the mad hatter sort of puts batman in a dream state and he's Everything's going well. He's marrying Selena Kyle. Mm-hmm. His parents are alive. And um, there's a Batman, but it's not him. But yeah. th- that's what helps make him realize something's wrong. Uh, it's very similar to that. And I thought, as an Arrow fan, um, I think it was the first commercial break. And I thought, this is my favorite Arrow episode in how long? I think like, yeah. I was just trying to figure out how long. You yeah. know, at least since season two maybe my favorite all time at that point. Um, mm-hmm. I really like the way that they did everything for the most part. Um, seeing the characters back. It's great to see Laurel again. I, I wish she could come back full time. Um, yeah. <laughs> my, honestly, I would have, I kind of wish this was not involved with the crossover and they could do a two to three episode arc yeah. in this world. You know what I mean? Um, just focusing on this to see what this world was like. That's one thing I would like from these shows in general, just do more sort of else worlds that fit into the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's obviously tricky to do, but I really enjoyed it. My only, if I had one complaint and Katie Cassidy didn't have a lot of time to film as Laurel and she's doing a movie right now. And also we don't know the limitations, how the Dominator's technology works. Yeah. So, like, it, how she's controlled, is that really Laurel, or is that a version of Laurel doing what the Dominators think that Oliver would want her to do? Right, yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. So, I, But how awesome would it have been just to see one more time Oliver sort of tells her he needs to go before the final fight? Mm-hmm. He explains it to her, tells her he needs to go. She realizes it and then suits up and fights next to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been a lot cooler to yeah, see? I'd... Like Laurel. That would have been awesome, but I don't yeah, that's that's asking a lot, I think. <laughs> yeah, we don't know the, the limits of the Dominator technology. She probably doesn't have free will, but how cool would it have been just to see her Hey, I know I'm dead and you're gonna all be leaving but I will help you get there because that's what, right? Like that would have been so cool. I would have loved to see a Laurel hero moment like that, but unfortunately um, 
it was great to see her back. I didn't like that she was kind of whining a little bit. Like, oh, I called you 20 times, and <laughs> I would have liked to see a little more from that. But I did like how Oliver said, you know, you deserve better, and mm-hmm. you've always deserved better, because she did, frankly, uh, yeah. <laughs> deserve better than Oliver. So that was good as an Arrow fan. So Yeah, I mean, I think overall the the parts that weren't in the dream state I was just kind of like waiting for them to get over so they could get back to the dream state. That right. was definitely the best part of the episode. Yeah. So kind of like you, you said, it would have been nice to see it almost as a separate episode unrelated to the crossover. So yeah. we could just focus on that for 42 minutes or whatever. Hmm. Yeah. Because the, and then the other part, like the part that actually affects the rest of the crossover is kind of just at the end. Um, after they all wake up, they're on the spaceship and they're like, they overhear something and it's like oh our weapon is done and we're heading towards earth and then they escape yeah i think is there anything really else of like impact or importance that happens i can't remember nothing major yeah it's sort of the dominators are put in the back burner in this episode all right and so legends of tomorrow in the finale they find a way to destroy the the dominators and they get time travel involved what do you think of this yeah, so if I had to rank um, crossover episodes like that I liked the most, I'd put Flash, number one, Legend of Tomorrow 2, and Arrow 3. But like not involving the crossover, I might put Arrow, number one, because it was such a great episode. It's just All right. if I'm thinking of how it actually affects the crossover. So that right. being said, this is where the other major- majority of the bulk of action happens. Um, but like I said yesterday... It's just they didn't have enough time. They had to rush kind of defeating the Dominators. Just the it's kind of the lame like, oh, just put these things on them and it'll hurt them and they'll run away. And, and that's sort of their fault for involving like hundreds of Dominators. Yeah. But they're not going to really have the time to or the budget probably to have this long epic fight with the Dominators. You know, they've got to kind of find a quick fix. Yeah. We did get to see a little bit of fighting, though. Yeah, that being said, I was the like the rooftop scene where the whole team is fighting all this dominators that was really cool there's a lot of cool action going on in that right i agree um i assume supergirl could just laser them all down right (laughs) but you know i i like that they got everyone involved and i thought the dominators looked pretty good in in fighting i mean they look cg to me but but i thought they looked and moved pretty well they weren't very robotic i guess yep um and then the whole like traveling back to the past and kind of befriending one of them almost. I thought that was I thought they were going to use that differently. I thought maybe they would like be able to prove that you know humans are worth saving, like maybe right. connect with them, but then but no. instead they tortured them to make them leave. <laughs> right. So that was really more of a a learning moment for Cisco. He basically did yeah. what Barry did and didn't even realize it. Yeah. Which is nice because I'm tired of Cisco being mad at Barry. I mean, I understand that he right. he's obviously justified, but like as a fictional character, I'm like, I just want you guys to be friends because yeah. it's more fun. Once you happy, Cisco. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So we get a lot of fun character interactions in this one again. There's some there's a few borderline cheesy moments, I would say, um, but for the most part, I I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. I mean, Legends of Tomorrow scale of cheesiness, this is way at the bottom, so. Well, it's, it's probably about average, so that's a good point. That's a good point. It probably is the, the cheesiest episode, but it's the cheesiest show, so it, it's true to 
true to form. Yeah. Um, and then we had a, spent a lot of time with Dr. Stein interacting with his, or Professor Stein interacting with his daughter, who's he accidentally, accidentally. created with a time. <laughs> accidentally created. Yeah. So I, I wonder how they're going to, I almost feel like that's a way to sort of write him out of the show. Oh, you that, think so? Yeah. Yeah. And that he's going to, well, you know, there's rumors that Legends isn't doing very well. And I think it's actually doing pretty well ratings wise, but it's probably got the biggest, one of the bigger budgets of these shows because of the special effects. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming Brandon Routh and Victor Garber aren't very cheap. Right. So it, I under, I wouldn't be surprised if they had to write him out and did that by introducing a daughter who he wants to get to know more. Yeah. That's a good idea. <laughs> well, I hope we I hope we still see more of Martin Stein, but well, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me, I guess. So anything else? I you did did you catch the uh Superman Returns reference from Brandon Routh? Oh she looks oh, like she yeah. looks like my cousin. That was great, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um anything else you want to talk about this? Um not too much. I just like we've said it a few times, but just I wish they had, had more time. Um more episodes to make maybe a better ending not that this was a terrible ending it's just you know this is what they could do with the time that they had so right yeah i'm not like disappointed or anything it's just you know i wish they had more time because i that's a good sign really i think because it means i liked the story and i was interested what was happening so i wanted to see more of it right and for me for me yeah it did feel a little rushed but the dominators were probably the least interesting part for me i liked seeing the characters together so I was fine with them not spending much more time on that. Yeah. I think I, the idea of the dominators intrigued me more than it did you just, but just because I really like aliens and sci-fi kind of stuff. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we've got for today. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes to never miss a new episode. Thanks for listening and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.